It's Laura Collin from the See Me Shine Dance podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. In today's episode, I am with Courtney Darsa. Courtney is a certified dietitian and a diabetes educator, and she shares some really, really great information with us today. It's a short but sweet episode, just chock full with some nuggets that I think you will find interesting. One thing she talks about is health at every size, which I found very interesting. Talking about how you don't have to look a certain way or have a certain body type in order to be healthy. And then we speak about developing um, a healthy relationship with food and even some tips for just introducing some new exciting foods into your diet. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I did talking to her. And thanks again for tuning in. Here's my interview with Courtney. Hello. Um, welcome to the See Me Shine Dance Podcast. And I'm thrilled that I have Courtney Darcy here today with me to talk about nutrition. And Courtney is a, um, a registered dietitian and a certified diabetes instructor. And I'm going to let her give you a little bit more about her background, but I just want to say welcome, Courtney. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a while. We've been having some, some time to get it together, and I'm so glad we finally did because I think what you have to share is so important for all of us. So Absolutely. Thank you so much, Laura, for the welcome. So my name is Courtney Darza, just as Laura said. I am a registered dietitian and a certified diabetes educator. Um, I went to school at the University of Delaware. Um, my undergrad did a dietetic internship and then did my master's at Stony Brook University um, online. Oh, I do which is live... right around the corner from me. Mm -hmm. We're right there. Go ahead. Sorry. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have worked in inpatient settings, outpatient settings with eating disorders, in diabetes centers, and now, <coughs> excuse me, I have my own private practice. So I see people from childhood all the way up until older age, and we do um, a health at every size model, a non-diet approach, and make sure that all individuals are getting in the nutrition that they really need, and everything is an individualized approach. Awesome. So you say, and I miss what you said. You, I heard the non-diet approach, but what did you say right mm -hmm. before that? Health at every size so that you can be healthy at any size. Oh it doesn't matter what your weight is. Everyone's bodies are different. Everyone's body frames are different. Everyone, you know, every person has a different health history and a different um, body makeup. So it's important to recognize that, you know, weight loss isn't always the answer. That's amazing. I have never heard that term before. Is that is that something that's kind of out there now it's or up and coming yeah it's up and coming within like the disordered eating eating disorder dietitian community which and it's so exciting i this is an exciting time to be because you know i saw an ad today for i don't know if it was american eagle or airy or something they had mm -hmm. a picture of somebody in a bathing suit who was gorgeous and normal sized i would never mm -hmm. say they were heavy but they weren't stick figures exactly you know what i mean exactly. so it, it feels it's like Go ahead. More realistic. And we're not looking at people who are, you know, there are people who are in smaller bodies, bigger bodies, normal sized bodies, but we're looking at the whole spectrum and we're showing that people are, you know, 
okay, you're going to be healthy really at any size, like I said, and that all bodies are acceptable, all bodies are good bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to pay attention to what your own needs are and not just what diet culture says. That's awesome. And then also when you think about like, so the, the audience here mostly is, is dancers and their families. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this translates to all sports too. Now, like when I was a kid, I remember in high school getting weighed every Friday, you know what I mean? From my, oh my in my gosh. dance program. So now sure. it's kind of nice. I feel like there's because we're making a little bit of a shift to mm-hmm. know that you can be beautiful and you can look beautiful and um, on the stage, or you can um, be a good athlete and not just be Absolutely. all skin, bone, muscle, right? Exactly. You can really perform your best if you're, you know, in in the body that you're meant to have and not awesome. starving yourself, not overeating, not when you're really listening and paying attention to your body's hunger fullness cues and you're not listening to like what your coach says or I mean may, what your coach says may be somewhat important, but you are your own expert when it comes to your body. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk a little bit about those cues? So you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, listening, eating based on your hunger cues. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I like to, what I like to tell some of my clients is there's a form of eating called intuitive eating, which if we go way back to when we were babies, Mm-hmm. we used to cry when we were hungry or if you have like a puppy or a dog or a cat or whatever animal you have they only eat when they're hungry mm-hmm. and that's not what intuitive eating is but it's going back to listening to your body's hunger fullness cue so there's something i like to refer to as a hunger fullness scale zero or one being um you're starving 10 is being you're super duper full and five is your neutral you should be between that three and that four and at seven and eight when you're done eating. So you're comfortably full and you're not overly full. You're not uncomfortable after a meal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And then also if you're looking to, to practice whatever it is you're doing, mm-hmm. you don't want to feel overly full. Exactly. Exactly. You want to give yourself time um, before and after meals to digest before you mm-hmm. start a sport or dance or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So now let's talk about like the kinds of things we should be eating. Sure. So we should make sure that every meal should have a carb, protein, fat, and fiber in it. So Mm -hmm. if I break that down, I'll give you an example of a meal, something like avocado toast with an egg on it. So you have your whole wheat bread, which is your carb, and there's fiber in the whole wheat bread with your avocado, which would be your healthy fat, and the egg, which would be your protein. Kind of hit all those categories. Mm-hmm. And that will help to keep you full for three to four hours, mm-hmm. which is like a good amount of time until you're ready for your next meal. Because eating small, frequent meals can really help with athletic performance. It can help with satiety. It can help with blood sugar levels. It can help with a variety of things. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, how about snacking? Mm-hmm. Snacking is super important. Making sure that you're having a protein or fat with a carbohydrate. So something like pretzels with hummus or chips and guac or cookies and milk, if you like that, or apple with peanut butter. It doesn't have to be something that's classified as healthy. I don't even like to say foods are healthy or unhealthy. Yes, there are foods that are more nutrient dense than other foods, which means they have more vitamins and minerals in them, but it doesn't necessarily mean that all food is bad. It's important that we neutralize food and that food is just food. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So when you have like, 
And I know for even like in my family, for instance, I have two girls mm -hmm. and they're so interested in being healthy. They really do. They want to make yep. healthy choices, but they have trouble finding foods they like <laughs> right? that are yummy. And I explain to them, totally. sometimes you're not going to eat the most yummy thing you've ever had every absolutely so talk about not, that yeah not every meal has to be the best meal of your life you mm -hmm. know most meals are not going to be the best meals of your life it's not your last meal <laughs> i love you know it. so we so we need to like keep that mindset of like sometimes food is fuel and we don't i'm not going to say that you have to eat anything you don't like right but it's important to eat foods that fuel your body appropriately that do taste good Mm -hmm. Again, I don't want you eating spoiled milk. I don't <laughs> want you eating like, you know, I don't know, like Brussels sprouts. If you hate Brussels, hate Brussels sprouts, that's not the idea. But the idea is to eat nutritious food throughout the day and kind of split up how you see food. You know, sometimes food is going to be delicious. Sometimes food is just going to be okay. And that's mm -hmm. okay too. Right. Right. Yep. And then um, how about expanding your palate? Do you have any kind of mm -hmm. um, suggestions on how we get kids especially, or even there's a lot of grown-ups to stoop too, right? That, Absolutely. Right, to expand So when, when we talk about expanding our palate, you want to try a food at least three times. Oh. If, you, if, if by the third time you don't like that food, you, you may not like it and you may want to try it again in six months. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it, it could be the seasoning on the food. It could be how it's cooked. It mm -hmm. could be if it's raw versus cooked. It could be um, if it's undercooked. It could be a lot of different reasons why you may not like the food. For example, like I don't love raw shrimp, but I like shrimp grilled. Mm -hmm. That's just my own preference. Mm -hmm. And it's important to distinguish a preference between like a fear food and a um, like a dietary preference. Say that so again. What? Of what, like a fear food, a food a that you food. won't, a food you won't eat because you feel guilty about eating it. If we're talking about eating disorders or disordered okay. eating, because you feel like you're going to gain weight from it, or you feel like you're going to eat too much of it, or mm -hmm. you feel guilt after eating it, mm -hmm. that would be categorized as fear food. So it's important, like I said before, to neutralize the food mm -hmm. so that it doesn't have any feelings associated with it. Mm -hmm. And, and how would you suggest doing that? By, sometimes it can be helpful to like keep a journal of emotions, how you feel at the food. If you're working with like a therapist, if you suffer from disordered eating or eating disorders, or even a dietitian can help do that for you. Mm -hmm. But making sure that food doesn't have power over your life because that's when it can become a problem. Okay. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about what are some signs of, of, that you, of having an eating disorder? Sure. So some signs of an eating disorder, if, if um, an individual loses weight rapidly, if they start avoiding social plans, if they start avoiding major food groups, if they're very into dieting and they're very health conscious, um, if they're, you know, taking long breaks after meals and going to the bathroom, they could be purging, they could be binging, they could be um, taking laxatives. It could be like a plethora of things. Mm -hmm. um, these are all signs of extreme eating disorders. But again, Picking up if someone starts talking about, I don't like my body image, I don't like the way I look, those are all warning signs that like maybe that person may need some help. Okay. And then, so you're talking about, and is it something where when, if you have an eating disorder, is this something that you would typically know you have one or is this something that you'd have to recognize not, in yourself too? 
not necessarily. Usually you have to be diagnosed by a doctor or a therapist um, to know that you have an eating disorder, but definitely if someone's exhibiting signs of weight loss, loss of menstruation, um, it can affect bone mass later on, which is important for kids. It can stunt growth. Um, it's important to bring it to a doctor's attention. Okay. Like and then, so that, so you, would you start with your medical doctor? Is that what you would Probably. suggest somebody would do? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Good. And then, um, so just, I guess, any advice that you have for families? Do you have any advice mm -hmm. for families for that are yeah. looking to kind of healthify? <laughs> sure. So I think something you can do for your kids is always make sure that kids are involved in cooking. Oh. Don't make sure that you're having a family meal at least one to two times a week. You know, mm -hmm. sitting down and eating like a home-cooked meal or a takeout meal, whatever it may be, but you're having quality family time and we're not eating on the run. It's mm -hmm. important to be mindful with our meals. Mm -hmm. And it's also important to have family conversations because food can also be a time where we really bond. Mm -hmm. And can I you, think... Go ahead. Yeah. Nope. I was going to say, can you elaborate a little more on the mindful, being mindful when you eat? Yeah. So mindful eating is around like the experience of like the plate. What does my food look like? What does my food taste like? What does my food sound like? What does my food feel like? What do I hear when I'm eating? So it's all about the, the sensory things with mindful eating, no screens, no iPads, no TV, mm. no, no phones, no laptops, no, none of that. Just purely you and your food and you're experiencing what's going on around you. It should take about 20 minutes to finish a meal that you know you're not shoveling down your food too fast. Okay. And let's talk more about the screen thing because I know, and I'm totally guilty of it. I'll work when I'm, mm -hmm. um, eat, I'll eat when I'm working. Um, sure. Probably not a very good practice, is it? No, because then we lose that connection, as I, as I said earlier, the hunger-fullness connection with our body, because you're focusing on something else. You want to focus really in on your own body, and you want to focus in on how you're feeling with food. Okay. So when you're eating, it's just that you have to be mindful and know that you're eating to fuel your body, mostly. Exactly. Exactly. But then sometimes you're allowed to eat for fun too, right? Absolutely. And I think something, if we're looking, if we go back to the question of like healthifying your family, mm -hmm. you want a colorful plate. You don't want like a dull food, like white potato chicken and cauliflower, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's not like exciting to eat. You want the, the more colorful it is for your kids, the more fun it is for your kids. And the more you introduce them to new foods, the more they'll like new foods. Uh -huh. So that's important to know. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you think that we should consider or things that we should know about when we're, when we're um, planning, planning our, our meals with our... Yeah. You know, make sure you have variety in your meals. That's, that's an important factor too. The more variety you have, the better because your body needs different vitamins and minerals. And if you eat the same thing every day, our bodies can kind of get bored of that. Just like if you picture, I don't know, like a runner only running on a flat road, they're, they're not going to perform to their maximum capability versus mm -hmm. if they're running on hills. Same thing with our body. If we're fueling it the same thing every day, it's going to get bored and it's not going to perform to its maximum capabilities. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to make sure that you have like a variety of vegetables. When you're going grocery shopping, don't buy the same things every week. Change up the menu. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mm -hmm. important. Awesome. So, um, and how can people get in touch with you if they would like to work with you? Yeah. So, um, I can provide you with my website is www.courtneydarsa.com. 
And um, my email address is Courtney Darsa, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y, Darsa, D-A-R-S-A-R-D at gmail.com. And my phone number, if you have interest in working with me, is 516-330-0944. Excellent. And I did see you, um, your Instagram is nice mm-hmm. and it's very Thank informational. You. So Thank you. is that something new that you've been, you've been doing or have you, um, yes. Yeah. I've been working, I've been working on that. And my um, Instagram handle is the dot intuitive dot dietitian. The, say it again. It's the dot intuitive dot dietitian. Okay. And I do see that you, it's very informational. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been working hard on it. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, anybody who's interested in learning more, definitely check out um, Courtney's Instagram because there's some great, like you use uh use infographics and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to make it fun and interactive. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Excellent. All right, anything else you'd like yeah. to leave with us? I don't think so. I think that's all, all that I have for you guys today. Excellent. Thank you so much for oh, you're so spending welcome. time with us today. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you check out Courtney's Um, Instagram account. She really has some great information there for you. And I hope you enjoyed today's interview as much as I enjoyed speaking with Courtney. And if you did, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you'll know every time we are releasing a new episode. Have a great one. And until next time. Bye.